Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Today's riff is the six best gifts to give yourself before stress has got you in a mess. We've all seen those articles about how bad stress is for our health, how it makes our adrenal glands fire adrenaline, the fight or flight hormone. We've read how it can cause head, back, and stomach aches, raise blood pressure, cause fatigue, depression, and lower our immune systems. We know it makes for many a sleepless night and can possibly lead to heart disease because of the amount of epinephrine that gets pumped into our systems. And we also know that constant habitual stress can lead to a whole host of other health issues. Not to mention that being stressed out just doesn't feel good. And when you don't feel good, you don't make others feel good either. But because everybody is stressed out, we take it to be the norm that it comes with the territory of being alive. Goodness knows we can be our own worst nightmares. The constant popping off of our fears and our critical judgmental minds that never stop chattering. That can truly drive us in torment. The Buddhists call it the monkey mind. Our thoughts at rapid speed jump from synapse to synapse, often crashing at rest stops where we can't shut them off when we want to sleep or meditate. We want peace so badly and think a vacation is what we need. Sure we do. That vacation is wonderful. But since we spend more time not on vacation, that means all that monkey mind activity it takes a toll on us physically, mentally, and spiritually. Truly, the way to creating peace within your mental space is in recognizing the mind wars we assault ourselves with, complete with guerrilla fighters like the voice of your mother or father, your boss, the media, your friends, etc. We are constantly under a barrage of judgments, dressing downs, belittlings, and insults. How many of us casually call ourselves stupid or a brand new fool? That's not a very nice thing to say, even to yourself, yet we do it constantly, habitually. We don't even realize the siege that we are both our own jailers and captives. I like that phrase, kind of cool. Seriously, we are always under a barrage, a siege, and we are both our own jailers and captives. I had to say that again. Being unaware, our thoughts become things that just float between the synapses, hurtling us around like we're in a boat during a storm with a dead engine, and our moods go up and down, riddled with stress and anxiety, sometimes to the point of depression. As Especially during COVID, some of us are losing our last ever-loving minds. Um, but did you hear what stress does to us? Why keep doing that to ourselves? You don't have to emulate a stressed out lifestyle because everybody else is doing it. 
you, and I mean you, can break the chain. Doesn't mean you won't feel stress or be aware that there's stress, but if you crown yourself with the six best gifts on a regular basis, you won't be quite the mess when stress comes your way. You'll be able to go with the flow better, recognize solutions much faster, and become even more productive, creative, and efficient. So just before you feel your eyeballs are about to pop out of your head, or if they've done so already, number one, tell yourself to go to your room. The room I'm referring to is the one in your head where there's a quiet space amidst the buzzing of the chattering mind. Give yourself timeouts periodically. Step away from your work. Go someplace you can grab a moment to take that timeout. Close your eyes. Cup your hands over them to temporarily block out the glare of the lights. And take a deep inhale through your nose. Then exhale slowly through the nose. And when you breathe, feel like you're filling yourself up like a balloon. And letting that air out and your body lets go of stress and tension and relaxes. Take another hit of air slowly. Feel yourself filling your rib cage up. Exhale even slower. Repeat if you have time. Remove your hands, give them a shake, and you're ready to slay again. Repeat throughout your day. A little goes a long way. And I know, you know, some, some folks got small children and that's challenging but I got a little bit more to say about that in a minute. View taking time out to go to your room as an Uber mini express staycation. Similar, but to be done at another point in your day, number two, take MHBs, mental health breaks. Step away from social media, the news, any and all screens. Don't talk about the state of the world or anything you fear or find aggravating and do something enjoyable. Not because you have to, but because you want to. Even if it's just staring out of the window holding a cup of coffee. Especially challenging if you have small children, but employ creative means to make it happen perhaps having them join in. Children learn so much from observation. Establishing wellness practices while they're young shows them the importance of being mindful custodians of their well-being, as they will take note of the changes they see and feel from you as a result of your mindfulness practice. Practicing self-love is being your own BFF. And number three, Saying yes does not mean no when you really mean no. No means no. Saying yes when you mean no gets you into so much trouble and aggravation. I know you can think of all the times you said yes when you meant no. The aggravation ain't worth it. I hear people say things like, I really didn't want to, but ah, I felt obligated. And even though it was inconvenient, I said yes, and it turned out to be a nightmare. Or, I hate doing things for that person. I always feel taken advantage of. I hate myself for always saying yes, but I feel like I have to. 
Um, no you don't. That is one of the most self-destructive, stressful things we do to ourselves. Agreeing to stuff we don't want to do. And we convince ourselves we have to do it. People pleasing makes everybody happy except you. Unhappiness is a stressful state of being. Say no when you mean no. The next time Mr. or Ms. Take Advantage comes around and asks you to do something you don't want to do. And they give you that pleading or menacing look. Say no! Then stick to it. They may try to impose their will or opinion upon you and your critical inner voices will try to dish you to make you feel bad. You really should do it, you know. You really should do it, you know. But don't give them a room in your mental space. Say no and keep on keeping on. When you get the hang of it, you'll thank yourself profusely. It's a cycle that can be challenging to break if you're always a people pleaser and you're always saying yes. But when you say that first no, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're gonna be like, it, you can either be freaking out or you can be like, oh, I'm free. And remember, you have every right to act on your own behalf. Saying no when that's what you mean will set you free. Did somebody say free? Another gift that keeps on giving is to number four, exercise appreciation. Becoming more appreciative every day is one of the most soul-stirring things you can do and boy, does it lift your mood, your vibe, and your outlook. The more you recognize and look for things to appreciate, things begin to shift in your life. Solutions appear that seem to elude you. People come seemingly out of nowhere to assist you. Doors open and your way of looking at things shifts, for you cannot be positive while focusing on the negative. Can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. They are two completely different frequencies. The positive frequencies come over the airways clear and crisp, while the negative frequencies flood the airways with mucho static and distortion. And while I'm at it, remember to say nice things about yourself to yourself. Appreciate you, your body. I don't care if you got 50 extra pounds on you. Appreciate your body your life, for it is a gift. Rule of thumb, more appreciation equals less aggravation, less anxiety. Making time to appreciate can help you to number five, be more present. Pay attention. Actually be in the room with yourself as you engage in activity and have your mind in the same place as your body. When you are present, you are an active participant in your life and you won't just phone it in and you won't feel like life is too short because you'll too be, you will be too busy involved in it and you won't be paying attention so much to time. And you 
also know where you put your keys. Pay attention. Show up for every moment, even the painful ones. All experiences contribute to the fabric that is the ever-evolving you, whether you can see them as they occur or not. Becoming more present deepens your connection to the whole of which you are a part of. Become present more often and you will be more aware of what your stressors and triggers are before they dig in to take hold. Number six, begin or deepen a meditation practice. I know, I know, you know it's good for you cause you read all those articles too and you have tried to meditate, thank you very much, but you just can't get into it. I hear you. Quiet in the mind can be a gargantuan undertaking. Even the thought of it is like, say what? But if that practice eludes you, consider guided meditation to help you get going. It's like an express train with food service, taking you directly to calmer, grounded, and more balanced, provided you employ the gift of number five, being present. We are so busy doing, thinking, and entertaining our chatterbox minds that being still for as little as five minutes can serve as a respite, a pause button, a direct line to our deeper knowing selves. And that's where peace lives. And the good thing is, stress is not allowed through that door. Slowing down momentarily allows our overworked adrenal glands a moment to chill, our blood pressure to lower, our jaws to unclench. There are many resources out there. You owe it to yourself to gift yourself with oodles and oodles of presence to connect to your inner peace and well-being, especially during these uncertain times. It may sound like attempting the impossible, learning to become more calm, less stressed, less anxious in these most stressful of times. But think of it this way, learning to reduce stress and anxiety now is akin to depositing an extraordinary sum of money in the bank. You're depositing into the bank of your well-being, the gift of your life, a healthy lifestyle is not only being mindful of eating and exercise habits, but to really live our best life includes becoming acutely aware and attentive to our mental health and well being. It is a game changer. Thank you so much for listening please consider becoming a patron by subscribing to I Am A Friend Of The Roll With Peace In Mind podcast, which you will find on my website, JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-B-I-R-D SpiritualWellness.com. That link is in the show notes. Your support will go a very long way and is greatly appreciated. And while you're there, check out more stress and anxiety relief and mindfulness guides, including eBooks, meditation music, weekly stress busters guided meditation virtual classes, and at your own convenience, guided meditation videos and 
guided meditation tracks to assist you in your stress relief mindfulness practice. And in the meantime, remember to roll with peace in mind.